You're listening to Dumb Down Tech, where we break down tech concepts and we go back to the basics. Today, we're going to be talking about cyberbullying and how it affects people's personal lives and what we could do to prevent that. We have our guest today, a very special guest. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Jane. Some of my followers might know me as Nurse A on TikTok. Well, welcome, Nurse A. I'm very glad that you decided to come on the show because I think this is a really hot topic and a lot of people don't know what to do in these scenarios from an actual experience perspective. So I'd kind of like to start off by how has cyberbullying changed in the way of what you experienced and what resources are out there now? Oh my gosh, it's changed so much. I'm 32. So whenever I experienced cyberbullying before recent, I was MySpace, AOL. It was, you could turn it off and it went away. But now it is a constant just river of hate comments, of bullying. It's as an adult, I can turn it off and walk away from it, but I can see why younger kids are really suffering with it because it's just constant. Yeah. And that, and that makes sense. Me being in the IT industry, it's, you know, everything's about social media. There's so many different platforms. Even if somebody bullies you on one, you jump to another, they're usually going to follow or continue to, to come after you. So it's a big deal. And everybody is on their phone at all times. They can't disconnect, which I think is another huge problem. With people being able to really not disconnect, what is the best way that you feel that people in today's age can disconnect? So for me, it was easier to disconnect because I have two children. I have a house to take care of. It kind of was, I don't have time to filter through all of the bullying, the, the comments, everything. But with younger kids, I feel like their best bet would be trying to do some kind of activity, something that just isn't related to their phone or social media to try and make that disconnect. And what I've seen happen a lot is for me as a tech, we would put some software on the phone and have parental control. And I feel that a big part that's missing is parents are not looking at what their kids are doing, which opens up a whole gate of different people who can talk to them and and bully them. So from a parent perspective, I'm assuming that you feel it's very important that parents keep tabs on their kids and understand who they're talking to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think they need to invade privacy to the point of like reading every message, but I think it's absolutely important to know what social media they're on, if they're getting bullied, who's bullying them, and know what's going on. Right. It's extremely important. You know, I feel in today's day of age, just a little bit of monitoring, of course, not invading somebody's privacy is always something that we should be doing. Can you give us a little bit about your story and how you overcame that? Yeah. So it's been about a year that I have been on TikTok. I downloaded it like tons of other Americans did when everything started with the pandemic. It's something to do. It wasn't until probably like August that I started getting like some hate comments on certain videos, certain topics. For the most part, I ignored those, blocked them, kind of tried to move on. 
And then other videos were posted. I tried to correct some misinformation. I tried to just advocate for people. As my background, I'm a nurse. So I feel that it's important to advocate. It's part of my career. And that's when the hate comments really started coming in. Fake accounts were made. People were commenting and bullying on every single video that I posted, not even something that was related to what they were upset about. And it just, it was, people were taking things out of context, fabricating things. It just got out of control so quick to the point where I had to sit down and talk to my husband. And I was like, look, this is what's going on. What do you want me to do here? Because now someone's making a fake account. They're trying to find me on Facebook. Like they're trying to dox me, my name, my location. And so then we had to make everything private. I paid for actually a service called Delete Me. I don't know if you've heard of that to kind of wipe clean at least some of the public places that your information is on. So we did that. And then I talked to a lawyer actually to decide what would my best action be? Where would this go if someone's harassing me? And then after everything was said and done, we decided that I could be public again. I at least know I have a lawyer if I needed to get help. I, like I said, did the whole delete me, kind of wiped at least some of my information off that I didn't even realize was on the web. There's so much information on there I didn't even know about and tried to overcome it that way. And I just try to block and delete comments that are either bullying me or other people to try and just stop it before it starts up again. Now, it's interesting that what you said is there's so much things on the internet and what people don't realize is everything that you put on the internet is always going to be out there. And it is very hard to actually go through and delete things about you, whether they're false or true. So I, I always recommend people that, you know, if you are going to post something, be very careful of what you do post because it will be on the internet for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So now being in the spotlight, I'm sure there's a lot of people who come to you and said, well, you should just ignore those people or ignore the haters. And, you know, the fact of the matter is you just can't, right? There's always some hate coming from some different direction and some are more aggressive than others. So what do you kind of, what can you kind of give advice for those people who are in your situation who just can't simply ignore the facts? I mean, it's hard. Sometimes I try to ignore them, but with my personality and how strongly I advocate for things, it's very difficult to ignore things, especially when people are making up complete lies about things. But I try to pick and choose who I ignore and only try to respond to things in a more respectful way instead of (laughs) trying to attack them back is what I'm trying to do anyway. We'll see how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Trying. So can you give me a a few resources that helped you that will help other people who are being cyber bullied to one, either prevent it or to like the delete me that you, you mentioned earlier, what, what would you say would be some, a few resources they could utilize? Definitely the delete me and definitely the people around you like your parents, different, you know, if they're younger or friends, family to try and help kind of figure out what to do. I talked to multiple people at work, people that 
like new lawyers just to try and figure out what to do. Other resources or things that I did, I tried to contact the social media platforms themselves, which still waiting for a response, but I tried (laughs) to take that route. I limited comments, privated things. The biggest resource I think was the delete me that I used. And so do you find that some of the bigger social media sites, because you mentioned that they haven't responded to you or that takes time, do you feel that they actually are helping? I personally do not think they are stopping it at all. I think that TikTok, for example, will message you back a response saying that they are. They've taken down a few things, but I feel like They almost pick and choose what they take down. There's clear violations of their community guidelines and things still don't get taken care of. For example, someone used for one of the fake accounts a picture of my son that they found off of somewhere. Everything I have is private, but my cover photo on Facebook was not the one thing. So they found that, tried to use that against me, and TikTok still hasn't taken that down. So that's a clear violation of guidelines. Whoever made the account did switch the picture to something else that my something to do with my husband, which I'd much rather be on there. But for example, they definitely could do way more with that. Same with other platforms like Instagram. There's tons of accounts there that are bullying others that they, it seems like they just kind of turn their head on. Okay, so I, it's it's I love hearing this feedback because big companies need to know w- what their users are experiencing, and you know it's they've created a platform, they are allowing everyone to use it. They they should have some protections in place, or at least have the resources in place to help when people are in your situation or have been in your situation. So, you know, there's always, there's the big debate about big tech companies, you know, that they're censoring now, that they're saying that they're helping in places that they're not. So, you know, is there anything that, or groups out there that are trying to change this within those big companies? Not that I know of. I know that tons of people try to like tag them in those companies, like tag them if something's going on in a video, because there's no way to communicate with someone other than reporting things, which I think is a big flaw too. I think it would be nice to actually talk to somebody to explain what's going on instead of them just seeing a 30 second video and not understanding what is violating their community guidelines. Like it says they have a zero tolerance for bullying, but I have seen so much bullying besides myself being bullied on there. Right. And so that definitely proposes a, you know, huge problem, right? (laughs) Or needs a big solution to actually attack that. Okay. So in cyberbullying, in my field, because I'm in the IT security field, you know, we try to obviously prevent a lot of that by engagement or education, right? And and what to do or what to avoid. So some of those things that we try to avoid is one, posting pictures that are explicit. Two, you know, not posting your personal information, make sure you hide that. If you need to use an alias, and then obviously be careful who you add to your personal profiles, 
keep it to family members or people that you know are close to you. And even those people, you need to reevaluate once in a while and go through your friends list. You know, so there's a lot of things that can be done. And with the resources that you mentioned, I feel that that will help get people on the right path. Do you see people now actually being able to utilize those resources and get over the cyberbullying quickly? Or do you feel that it's still such a big problem that a lot of people just don't know how to get the help? I think it's still such a big problem. Besides myself, I'm in pediatrics, so I see tons of teenagers and adolescents all the time that are really struggling with cyberbullying. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do to the point where a lot of them have psychiatric problems and they just, they don't know what to do. It's definitely a long-term issue for a lot of people. So other than technical resources that that can help them, obviously therapy and psychiatrics and, and other types of therapy will definitely help in that recovery as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I think we talked about quite a bit of good stuff today. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that you feel is important or a message you'd like to send out to those that are listening? Just touching on what you said, just be really careful what you post. Because like you said, you know, things that you post, especially younger generation that isn't really thinking long-term wise, that stuff is there forever. So just really think about what you're posting and the message that you're sharing with people. And if that's something that you would be okay with sharing in 10 years from now. That is the best advice I've heard anybody say all week. (laughs) So thank you. So we want to promote you and allow people to be able to find you. Is there any information you'd like to give them if they wanted to get in contact with you? Probably the best way to get in contact with me would just be the social media platforms of TikTok, or I also have an Instagram. My TikTok handle is just nurse.a. And I try to do my best to answer comments and try to help people that need something. Well, perfect. If you would like to check out our TikTok, go to nurse.a. And we appreciate you very, very much for coming on and sharing your story and giving us some insight. We have enjoyed you listening today, and we'll be back again next week. Today's Dumb Down Tech was sponsored by Corporate Design Solutions. To learn more, please visit their website at corpdesignsolutions.com or feel free to give them a call at 702 three five zero one thousand.